Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Carving the Divine TV. My name is Yujiro Seki, and I'm a director, writer, and the producer of the documentary Carving the Divine. Carving the Divine is a Buddhist statues and the people who make those statues. It's 1,400 years of Japanese tradition, and I'm going to present it for the first time in the world. But before I do so, I thought it would be a great idea to inform people uh, the history of uh, Buddhism and Buddhism in general, so that uh, when uh, you guys watch my documentary, you guys can watch it at maximum value. So without further ado, I have uh, my scholar. Uh, he's been like a, very gracious to uh, tell us uh, uh, such a, a interesting information about Buddhism. So uh, my man, Michael Jordan Van Hartenbelt. Welcome, Michael. Thank you very much. I'm uh, happy to be back. I'm ready to do things as simply and as technically simple as possible. <laughs> yeah, we talk about it a little bit because uh, you know, Michael has uh, so much knowledge and uh, he is so passionate about uh, sharing uh, you guys' information. But, you know, M Michael can get sometimes technical, right? <laughs> oh, oh I, I wouldn't even say sometimes getting technical. You get me talking on this topic. If you were to catch me at the museum, I would be, you know, I would talk your ear off and I'd use all these big terms and you would have to be like, hey, Michael, Michael, stop, stop. <laughs> Michael, I need you to slow down and explain every other word that you're using. Um, because I tend to use really, you know, big technical words and I explain things that I find interesting, but other people might not. So... Uh, Yujiro and I have been having this discussion as to what would entail simple information. <laughs> it's, it, it's been a conversation. We've been trying to figure out, we've been trying to measure out the best amount of information to share with the viewers. Right, right. Happy medium, right? Happy medium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's great. So let's dive into the question. Uh, okay. I have my question right here. So last time we talked about the mandala mm -hmm. so and i think this time we want to talk about the mudra i think they kind of come uh, go together i think you know when when it comes to uh buddhist ritual goals well i think it's basically everyday life too but anyway uh you know we don't know anything about it and uh, you know michael you know uh, i want you to make it uh, simple interesting and technical in five to ten minutes <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing like giving me very very easy parameters okay you know, all right so here it goes so mudra um a mudra is it's a hand gesture that you see a lot of these buddhist deities making um there is a special characteristic that is assigned to each of these hand gestures so iconography iconographically um the term it refers to the hands uh the hand gesture of a buddhist image but it can also be used to when you're talking about a monk or a Buddhist practitioner or a worshiper that is using the hand symbol as well. Hmm. So usually it is the worshiper that is making the hand gesture mimicking what the deity is doing. Um, so the deity did it first and then the worshiper is mimicking what that deity was doing. If that makes sense. Oh, that, that makes sense. Uh, that's it? I think you want to tell us a little bit more about it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there is actually a whole lot more. Mm -hmm. um, 
the idea of a mudra, it also includes the um, tools or the objects that are being held in the hands of a Buddhist deity. So sometimes you may see a, for example, an esoteric deity holding um, a lasso in one hand or a axe in a hand, or they might be holding a whole selection of different weapons in all of their numerous arms and hands. So each of those is considered to be a type of mudra as well. So the origins of a mudra in Buddhist iconography, it can be traced back to Indian Gandharan art. Um, an early example is of Shakyamuni. Um, when Shakyamuni, he achieved enlightenment, he was trying to be dissuaded from enlightenment by the demon Mara. And the demon Mara basically said, Shakyamuni, who is going to witness on your behalf? I have all these demons. I have my many armies to witness for me to say that you're not worthy. Who is going to witness for you? And when Shakyamuni, he said, I have the earth to witness for me. And so Shakyamuni touched the ground and then the earth rose to witness um, for Shakyamuni. And that is considered to be the earliest mudra that you see in Buddhist art, especially in Indian Gandharan art. Wow, um, that's, that's pretty impressive. But just to, uh, to remind the viewer, Shakyamuni is a historical Buddha, right? Yes, Shakyamuni is the historical Buddha. Um, he is the one whose name is also Siddhartha Gautama, um, who lived around the 6th or 5th centuries BCE and uh, is considered to be the main um, propagator of Buddhist thought. Great, great. Now, there are five specific mudras that I would like to tell people about um, that you see in a lot of Buddhist deities around the world, but especially in Japan. Um, so the first one is the teaching mudra. I am not going to do the mudras myself because I know I'm going to mess them up. Ah, oh, come so, on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can actually find images of these down below in the comments or in the description of this video. Okay. So okay. the first one I want to talk about is the teaching mudra. Um, it refers to the teaching of the law and to the preaching of the Buddha. Um, there's the fear not mudra, which is a gesture that is associated with fearlessness and uh, also for the giving of protection. Um, there is the welcoming mudra, which primarily uh, represents um, wishes coming true to those who are Buddhist followers. Um, there is the earth-touching mudra, which I referenced earlier, where it is the historical Buddha touching the ground, calling the earth to witness. And then there is the meditation mudra, which symbolizes the Buddha in a state of, you guessed it, meditation. <laughs> yeah, I guessed it. Oh, everybody guessed it. So, yeah. But I think it's a very profound that, you know, I love that earth-touching mudra. That's yeah, like it's incredible. Wow, like I have army. What are you going to do about it? And uh, I have Well, it, you know, the only thing that could have challenged the army of Mara is the earth itself. Whew. Today was a really great episode, I'll tell you what. So, you know, I know you're going to ask for it, so maybe I'll go ahead and I'll summarize uh, mudras for everybody. <laughs> okay, okay. So, in specific, um, in especially in esoteric Buddhism, um, you would find the use of mudras to help channel the mind and to help channel the body and to help focus meditation on a specific deity. And the hand gesture is used 
to represent the sort of goal that you are hoping to achieve through your meditation. Great. Awesome. So yeah, um, tell, yeah, it's time for us to know about what's going on in your life. So I'm, you know, we've been very curious about your life right now. So <laughs> every week we want to know what's going on. So. Okay. So, um, you know, following with my good news about the acceptance into the PhD program, I'm excited for that. Um, I've scheduled on April 3rd and 4th to actually go to the campus of University of Kansas uh, to visit the professors, visit the new students coming in. So I'm actually very excited to do that. And I've also been working on a column series for the website BuddhistDoor.net. And the column that I am writing is all about Buddhist iconography as it moved from India all the way into Japan. Oh, wow. So can we just put the link or something? Or, you know, or you are still working on it right now? Oh, uh, so I'm still working on it right now. But as soon as it gets released to the public, as soon as it's published, then yes, we can save the we can send the and share the link for everybody to see. Great, great. That would be so exciting. So I can wait. So you, you can see a little bit more of my geeking out on that link. <laughs> Ooh, that's a little scary too, but you know. <laughs> cool. Great, great. So if you guys think this information is useful, make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And also like me on uh, my Facebook, because that's how we do it in the 21st century. I'll tell you again, again, again. That's how we do it in the 21st century, sir. That's right. So I'll see you next week. See you next week. Take care.